Welcome back to another episode of Dream Attraction Podcast. And guys, we're coming to you today on Thanksgiving Day. So happy Thanksgiving, or we hope that your Thanksgivings were amazing because now it's past, past tense. But yeah, I mean, Lainey and I are spending the day together. Yeah. If because... you thought we just did the podcast together, you thought wrong. Exactly. We spend holidays together. Holidays together. That's why it's so important to have like close friends that live by because as you guys know, I'm sure you guys deal with it as well. Family can sometimes move around the country and it's hard to get around, especially flying during this time of year. It's like, really chaotic and hectic. I was like, or if you're like us. We, we're the ones that move across the country and, yeah. <laughs> and live our families where, you know, we grew up. Yeah. But, you know, that's just sometimes the way the cookie crumbles. It like, does. You, you gotta go yeah. live your best life and be happy in the way that, you know, feels best to you. But um, your mom is in New York, which is where you're like, almost all your family is from. Mm-hmm. But um, so it's just the two of us and we're yeah. Thanksgiving together and um if you're wondering like oh my god like what did you guys eat um (laughs) we did not make a turkey because one we don't even know the first thing in doing that and honestly it's kind of a little gross thinking about like having to clean that shit Mm -hmm. we're just not into that so you know we kept it pretty plain and simple and we did some pasta (laughs) it was a nice penne dinner with some marinara sauce and some ricotta cheese and and best believe chef's kiss biscuits with that too some biscuits and butter you know how it goes it was oh my god i don't judge our meal okay don't judge us we this is literally my first day off in seven days so the thought of me you know, gutting a turkey and throwing it in the oven. We're like, why would we make a turkey for, for two, of two of us? It doesn't make sense. I don't even like turkey that much. Like, I'd eat one I bite. I don't either. Like, I, <laughs> I would, like, literally, almost, like, some years, I even have turkey at all. Just the sides. Um, I Yeah, just the sides. And, like, I, I've ate turkey, like, more so, like, in my adult years. Mm. But I only get, like, a few yeah like slices and that's it yeah then you have to carve the turkey once it's out of the oven you gotta like like, cut it up and shit you know we are grown adults we are almost we are almost the 30 but we do not know how to we don't know how to do that and nor are we going to try to figure it out because it's just not that important to us to figure out how to make a turkey and like do all the things so we just like to keep it simple. And you know what? We ate good. We're we full. ate good. We're full. That we meal have- was so good. We haven't even had our cookies yet. We, we, have- have- <laughs> we haven't even had our, <laughs> our chocolate chip Nestle <laughs> chocolate chip cookies that we're going to pop in the oven for 12 minutes it's and nice. they're going to be fire. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, we're balling on a budget for Thanksgiving this year and we're taking the easy way out. But you know what? It's not about that. It's about time together. Exactly. So that is what we did. We went to the ocean. Which, and It was a little chilly today. A little chilly, but and we wanted to see the clouds and the, the rays of sunshine were coming out of the clouds. And you know, like being across the country too, like your family, like my family in particular, likes to call and FaceTime and just pass the phone around to each individual that is there because... Usually Thanksgiving is hosted at my parents' house, so all my family goes over there. And so I had the lovely FaceTime call earlier and saying hi to everybody. 
and whatnot. And um, I told my mom that it was a little chilly today. And she basically told me to go fuck off because it's like, <laughs> like, like super cold there. And I'm like, well, it's been like the mid 70s, almost 80s. And so 65 is a bit chilly. And we also went and cloudy. Yeah, and cloudy. And we went by the ocean and we went to like, sunset cliffs right uh-huh. that's where we were yeah sunset cliffs and so we were just by there and we got out of the car and we kind of walked around a little bit and then we sat on a bench and we were sitting there for like five minutes then we're like well, we can't do this anymore it's too it is just too cold especially by the water so we're like okay now we're gonna go back home <laughs> yeah we're gonna go back home and eat eat our pasta dinner you know but exactly. we, we tried we it, honestly a low-key thanksgiving is always fun for me I feel like I just I needed today to like relax and just like chill out and and not do much because I need to like reset yeah you know sure and like I think we're kind of making it a like a like a tradition tradition at this point yeah like because we did it on Christmas we went to Sunset Cliffs like Mm -hmm. by the ocean and it was hot it was like 80 degrees on Christmas It it was hot and I'm, if you guys have seen our, like, old cover art picture that we have, we're at Sunset Cliffs and you see the water and stuff behind us and we're both, like, standing and it's kind of, like, from, like, a ground view almost. We look pretty tall, actually. And I'm not a tall person. If you haven't met me in person, just know that I am, like, I'm 5'1". So that picture makes me look like I'm almost six foot because my legs be legging. All about there. the angles. All but about the angles. It was so hot. And we were both, I think, well, I was wearing like a long sleeve. It's so funny. We weren't even planning to do our cover picture that day, but we're like, it's so nice out. And let's just do it. We were we were very like coordinating. Like we were both wearing all black and then we were both wearing like white shoes or something. Yeah, white shoes, all black. And I mean so we were like, we looked like literally like a partridge in a pear tree, like together. So we're like, let's take these pictures. And um, it was just funny because it was just so hot, like 80 degrees on freaking Christmas. That's insane. I hope it's kind of like that again this year, though, because that was kind of nice because we got to do a lot of like outdoor things, mm-hmm. you know, whereas like the rest of the country pretty much is like covered in snow. Well, right. So it's just a bit of a still a bit of a culture shock for us, you know. Well, right. It's like we know it's so cold. And it's like it, we knew like we just know if we didn't live here, like we would have never thought ever in our lifetime that we'd be going to the freaking ocean slash beach in shorts on christmas yeah like i if you would have told me that as a kid like in high school or something would have been like there's no way that's gonna happen yeah and it's just like we're out here like creating this amazing life for ourselves and on this amazing journey and i think while we're on this topic really quick before we get into our main stuff why don't we like just list some things that we're thankful for? Yeah. I mean, it is Thanksgiving and like usually people go around the table and say it. We didn't <laughs> say it today. I feel like we wanted, you know, I feel like it's just an in the moment thing, yeah. but definitely grateful to live in Southern California. Yeah, for for sure. I mean, I on that. Like, I wow. Seen, like, of course, like we both like miss family and stuff, but mm-hmm. I don't think there's one day that goes by where I'm not grateful to like be able to afford to live here. Yeah. Because it is like... I think it's been deemed that this is now the number one city in the entire, like, U.S. that is the most Most expensive expensive, to live in, and it is, but we always say it, 
but you literally get what you pay for. Like they yeah. like you can do things year round here. Like it's not like winter time when it's like you're snowed in and you just have to be inside and like figure out what you, like entertain yourself. Like yeah. people can still go on hikes here. You can like literally just go out and go for a walk if you want to. Like it does not snow here. So you can do outdoor activities all the time. And usually the sun is always shining here. Yeah. So it's like, it's not really that cold. And if it is, like, you still can go outside and go do stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, so we're just blessed to live in this state, blessed to live in this, like, climate and this environment, you know? And then, mm-hmm. of course, grateful for friends and family, especially friends today. Yeah, I feel like in this moment, we're really grateful to have each other. Because yeah. literally, it's just the two of us on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Most people, like, I've always, like had like I, I have a really like I would say a decently big family like so I was always surrounded by like a lot a big amount of people mm-hmm. like especially on holidays but since I've moved here there's been like holidays especially like Thanksgiving and Christmas which I miss out on because normally those are the holidays people choose to go home but for me you know I just had a bad experience the first year I lived here and I went home for Thanksgiving it was terrible like flying because that's the number the most number one day of the year like travel during this whole week that it's the number one travel time of the year and so there's millions of people flying Mm -hmm. and it is very chaotic and it's just not it like I I will never do it again no it's horrible and And I told my parents expensive too yeah and I told my parents and I think they understand now but at first they didn't really get it but I've I've chosen my designated holiday to go home and that is Easter because it's like around my birthday so it's like killing two birds with one stone celebrating my birthday but also celebrating Easter I still get to see all of my family because that is also another holiday that my parents host at their house so everybody Mm -hmm. comes to the house yeah so that's nice I like that everybody gets to come to me and I don't have to go to everybody because it's a it's a lot like you it's a lot if yeah. you're if you're not like if you don't live far or if you like live far away from family you know when you go home everybody's trying to make plans with you so they get to see you and everything and sometimes it's a little stressful it is stressful and like I know because my family is all pretty much in New York slash like west coast or east coast I'm sorry well east coast and so you know just going to new york is like a number one like travel destination it's hard it's expensive you're flying coast to coast literally west coast to east coast and so you know that's why i'm grateful to have like local friends that we can do stuff like this so we don't have to be alone on the holidays because that would be really depressing you know and your friends are really your chosen family you know like your friends that you invite into your lives that you like tell things to that you trust like, that's literally, like, your chosen family, and that's, like, your local family that, like, you can count on and rely on if you're ever in need of help, you know? Like, you know, and even, like, the podcast. If for some reason the podcast doesn't end up ever being a thing, and even though you guys know that Eric and I do this together, and we've been doing this for a long time, we're still going to be friends and family for the rest of our lives, no matter what. BFS for life. Bond is just very strong. When you spend very holidays strong. with people, I feel like that's just like a, a like a whole other step from like just being friends or totally. best, even like best friends. Yeah. Like because sometimes there's best friends that have not even spent holidays with like their friends' family or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They're just like best friends, and like that's great. But 
it's a it's a whole other like bonding experience when you're spending holidays with just those friends and you don't get to see your actual family exactly like kind of fills the void a little bit and then i feel like another one that i want to say i'm thankful for is for my health oh yeah i think health's a big one because you know if you're not if you don't have health you don't have anything because you can't do anything you know so i'm very i'm very blessed to you know be pretty healthy uh in my late 20s you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're gonna be like oh my god really <laughs> we're still young we know but um well, yeah. I just feel like health's a big one that and I feel like that's one that kind of gets glossed over a bit because sometimes you know I always think about it when I get sick like when I have a sore throat I'm always thinking like how does it feel to not have a sore throat mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and then every day you wake up and you're not sick or something you like take it for granted mm-hmm. that you're like oh yeah well this is just normal but then when you get sick or something or like god forbid you like fall and like twist your ankle or something you're like Oh my God, like what the hell? I can't no. do basic life things now, you yeah. know, or at least you think they're basic life things. Yeah, if you guys didn't already know, I did that earlier this year. Like literally the beginning of the year in January, I, <laughs> I'm so embarrassed to even say this, but I freaking was going to do laundry at my apartment and like I have to go downstairs to go do it. Um, And I was like it was across the, the one that I went to was across like literally just like crossing the street it's like early two seconds yeah but they redid the the laundry play like the room and so the, it was just weird because there was a step to go down from like where the doorway is like there's a step when there shouldn't be a step it's oh. almost like a gap yeah it's not like a real step right and that wasn't there before Oh and so I the the light automatically turns on when you go in there, right? Yeah. It didn't turn on. So I walked in there and my ass ate that pavement. Ooh. And um I like fell and I I definitely I twisted my ankle pretty bad. I thought I broke it, but I I didn't. I think I just screamed it. But yeah. I had to be out of work for like a few days because I literally could not walk. Yeah, like, I remember bad. that. Yeah. So um that's another thing. We're thankful for healthy ankles now. Yeah, he- healthy ankles. <laughs> no, but like it was weird. I actually didn't even twist my ankle. Um, it ended up being the top of my foot, but like towards like where your pinky toe is. But it was it wasn't my toe. It was on top. It so was, you felt really weird then. I felt very weird. Um, but it was like I almost thought I broke like a ligament. Or something. Were you like on the ground for a while? Uh, yes, because I could not get, I couldn't, I physically. Oh my God. To have Layla come. It was weird because she. So you called was, Layla? Well, she was already coming down. Thank God. Oh God. She, I was like, like, I wasn't like crying, but I have a pretty high pain tolerance. Like when I get hurt like that. Yeah. Like it's weird. Like sometimes I don't cry, uh-huh. but it it's very painful. Like it hurts. Yeah. Like it was like. To the point where, like, I could have almost fainted. Like, that's how bad the pain wow. was. Like, but I literally could not get back up because of my, like, I was in so much pain. Mm-hmm. She had to help me get up. And, oh, like, my God. And she also had to help me, like, because you have to go down the stairs. So she had, yeah. to, she had to help me go up the stairs because I couldn't do it. That's really scary. Okay, so really quick sidetrack. <laughs> Sorry, while we're talking about no, no, no. <laughs> while we're talking about falling, I have to tell you this story. I don't think I've told you before. This happened years ago now, guys. But so one thing we were talking, it's it's on brand because we were talking about living in California, not having to do with the snow or anything. So one thing I don't miss 
is black ice and black ice if you live in anywhere that it snows you know that it's dangerous to kill her because you can't see it Mm -hmm. especially at night because it just blends in with everything it blends right in with the pavement so i'm walking out of work one day and i'm happy to be off my shift i'm going to open the door of my car and i freaking slip on black ice and like fall on my arm like awkwardly and i felt like i dislocated my shoulder so i was laying there just on the on the ice on the ground at night, like pitch black. And this busser that I worked with saw it all happen, and he just was like, mm, and he just drove away. <laughs> and I'm oh literally sitting. No, I'm oh, sitting, oh laying on the ground, like my shoulder. I'm dislocated. I think I'm just gonna die here. I could That's just it. totally see you, like yeah. sitting there, and not. <laughs> it was just there. done. And then I tried to get up, and I'm like pulling myself up on my. <laughs> Her door handle. <laughs> like, thank God it was night because oh, I would have been so embarrassed if people were seeing. I would have been more embarrassed if people would have ran over to help me though, because I'd have been like, I'm fine, even though I'm not fine, you know. Oh, so I'm pulling no. myself up and I like get myself into my car and I'm like, ugh, and I like roll my shoulder and I'm like, okay, it's not dislocated, but I really thought it was. I was like nervous because if I felt like a shoulder dislocated, I think I would throw up because that's disgusting. Oh, yeah. So I was like, please don't be dislocated. But it was fine. And I think I just like drove home right after it. But you telling that story really made me think about that. And we're help- We're thankful for healthy shoulders, too. No, definitely. <laughs> definitely thankful for health. I feel like I like I hope I don't like jinx this either, but mm. I I am really grateful for my health because I feel like I have been very blessed with not really having like really a lot of like health issues or anything, at least that yeah. I know of. Um, because like not really proud to say this, but I have not been to a, like a doctor's like a real doctor's office in like years, and I know a lot of people are gonna like come for you come for me that's okay but like if I feel like if there's not anything seriously wrong with me to where I feel like to where I feel like I'm really concerned Mm -hmm. then like why why go you know what I mean unless I like unless I really like think oh like I should maybe check in and see if everything's okay but it's like nothing seriously bothering me to where I feel like I need to go yeah I said to go to urgent care like a month ago I'm sure there is something wrong with me but it's like it's not like I'm like it's making my day-to-day life like an issue yeah and I feel that I feel like doctors and health issues are really scary too because it's really uncontrollable like you can't control it and And so I I feel like it's anxiety I take yeah vitamins stuff too like healthy like i make sure that like i'm you know nourishing my body with like things that i need like and i used to be someone that didn't take vitamins either like i just never like was into that but i feel like as you get older you kind of like notice things changing Mm. especially like with your body you're like okay like i understand why everyone's saying like you should take care of yourself because it's like you're getting older and then like you can just see like physical changes like for me I'm like I need to get like eye cream to put under my eyes like it's like so I I think I could should use that too see I think my dark circles are just really rough see it's like it's like stuff like that like I like like I like trying to make sure like I use like maybe a face mask or anything every any like every once in a while like or mm-hmm. I did like a green face mask like a green like a green tea 
like yeah hydrating yeah for sure and it like brings your pores up and it like gets them out and stuff like it's just like things like that where like I feel like people do gloss over Mm -hmm. like especially when you're younger like I just did not really take care of my body when I was like younger the way that I do now like I I feel like I could definitely do a better job, but I feel like at least I'm doing something. Yeah. And I feel like that's the thing is always try, you know, on Thanksgiving, especially, but in general, in your life, always try and count your blessings and say things out loud that you're grateful for. I think that's super important. But today, guys, we want to talk about our face off tournament that we just held on our Instagram. You know, we love face off. And this one's a bit different because we did discuss it pretty in depth, like what, two to three weeks ago. Uh Uh-huh. And we were talking about how we love supporting characters, you know, because without supporting characters, there is no main character. There's nothing to push the storyline and the plot forward. Mm -hmm. You know, so we had 16 very essential, I would say, supporting characters. Mm -hmm. And we'll start off with the winner, which I find this very awesome that this person won Mm -hmm. because it really just goes hand in hand because our best main character face off that we did last month. Harry Potter won. Mm-hmm. And our best supporting character face off, Hagrid won. Which is I'm very like, which, what? Is, which is super valid. I mean, mm-hmm. Hagrid was such a good supporting character. And I think if people listen to that episode, I feel like our conversation was very um, you know, persuasive and just very like like oh my god yeah like I agree with you guys because I feel like we were so passionate yeah talking about Hagrid and how he like how he was able to help Harry through the Mm -hmm. entire like saga like that whole time like he was very like important to Harry's life and his character and just like the whole storyline like, I feel like there wouldn't have been a Harry without Hagrid. Exactly. Because from that first, you know, scene where you're introduced to Hagrid in the Sorcerer's Stone, you know, like he comes booming through the door and is like saving Harry from like this life, this muggle life, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like this is very warranted. Like, I definitely feel like a lot of these results and a lot of these like people that won the matchups, I feel was very like valid yeah you know I feel maybe people listen to the episode and we're like okay like we're kind of proving our points with them yeah but Hagrid defeated Snape in the first round which was very very hard yeah to vote on because Snape is another one that's a big part of the series yeah and then in the second round Hagrid defeated Queenie Queenie Goldstein and then he defeated Padme uh, in the semifinals and that one is that one's very very hard that that's probably the hard. hardest match ever because they're like i say the biggest supporting characters like of their respective movies i'm like and they're a part of like the two like biggest franchises i feel like ever Mm -hmm. which is freaking harry potter and star wars i know i mean padme i feel like is just as important as hagrid and like in their you know respected movies and so it's just like those were hard to put together but, but she do... doesn't get as much love as Hagrid and exactly. she's not as popular as Hagrid so exactly. that's why like Harry Potter had what nine movies yeah it, and I think and... Padme had a more um like a more tragic yeah of you know storyline rather than Hagrid mm-hmm. Hagrid was more of a like like if 
Hagrid was a feel-good character. He yeah. just, like, loved him. He was, like, that father figure that, he you know, like... like bear, you he know? is. And then had to deal with, like... Trauma. Trauma. <laughs> and, like, literally died because... Like, literally from a broken heart, she But died. you just don't... You relate to Padme, I feel like, so much better when you're older. Oh, yeah. Because you don't... I feel like growing up when I were first watched the movie, like, I liked Padme, but it's watching those movies when I'm older and have been through, like, you know, my own trauma <laughs> that you kind of, like, relate to her because you're kind of thinking, like, okay, well, Anakin is kind of, like, rude as hell to her. You know, why mm-hmm. is she still with him? And then you kind of, like, understand as you go through life, you're like, okay, well, love doesn't really work like that. You know, you can't just turn off your love for someone, you know? It was, I felt like it was good until, like, he had those temptations, so it turned toxic, almost, Mm -hmm. in a way. And it's like, I feel like people can, I feel like people can relate to that. Like, most people can. And, you know, if you haven't seen the Star Wars series, like, I was someone who had never seen it until I was like kind of like a young adult and I really watched all of them and there's like if you're a girl too I feel like you're more prone to like probably not watch it just because it looks like nerdy and it's like sci-fi and stuff and you're like this looks like some nerd shit (laughs) you know it is but I feel like when most of the time when people watch it they don't understand how much depth like depth there is into the you know into the movies like it has a really good storyline mm-hmm. and something that anybody can relate to like a lot of people can relate to these characters and the stories so if you're a girl and you haven't watched star wars i i think you definitely should like give it a shot like especially watch it with someone who knows it too because i it it helps when you watch it with people that like understand it like pretty well mm-hmm. because then you don't have to figure it out all yourself so watch it's it. a lot it's a very in-depth series but there's a lot of moving parts and I feel like Padme doesn't really get her flowers as we were saying before in our last episode mm-hmm. but she's not getting her flowers today either because Hagrid beat her but anyways exactly. so then well, in the she finals was, she's very close though. very close exactly then in the finals Hagrid defeated Dory who this was another really hard matchup like okay. Hagrid did not have an easy run to winning this tournament you know yeah. what I'm saying like he went against like four very strong characters you know mm-hmm. and Dory I feel you know we already went kind of in depth about Dory but she was just such played in such an essential role in finding Nemo but it goes back to like Harry Potter is such, like, a huge franchise that everybody, like, talks about every, like, October or September. They're like, oh, it's spooky season. Like, it's Harry Potter season. Like, September, October, November, December, people are all watching the Harry Potter series. And that's you know? funny because I don't, like, even though I've been, like, such a huge fan for a long time, like, up until, like, a few years ago, I didn't realize, like, that's the time of year everybody really loves to watch those movies. And so this year was, like, the first year I had, like, the marathon during actually that time. And I've never done that before. So that was fun. And I felt like it really brought the vibes because it's, like, it's just, like, fall. It gives you... Yeah. Like, and for, Christmas, like, too. It does give you Christmas. Yeah. Because yeah, they do celebrate Christmas in one of the movies. I feel like every movie they sell, there's, like, always the snow scenes where, like, yeah, it's Christmas do, time. They celebrate, like, Halloween, too. But they don't, like, dre- they don't, like, do dress up or anything. But there was, yeah. like, pumpkins. Yes. Stuff, you know exactly. I mean? So those are, like, the three 
or like the two main holidays that you usually see like when you're watching the Harry Potter movies plus it's like witchcraft and stuff yeah. so that just aligns with the time yeah plus it's colder so like everybody's inside watching movies for the most part so it's just kind of on brand so yeah I mean Dory like I said iconic character but she hasn't done you know she's not as impactful I feel like as Hagrid right just just in my opinion I don't I know I feel like Dory um that's why she was matched up with Hagrid for you know the number one spot is because Dory is just another character that brought like a lot of like comedic relief it's someone that you love because they're funny Mm -hmm. and so I feel like that's why she is a beloved character yeah especially in Finding Nemo because like she's innocent when things were like really serious like this like you know this guy just lost his son right and she's there like not panicking too she's there like you know making that you know let's let's smooth it over and make it funny but she doesn't even realize that and so it's just like it's just like almost like harmless but it's funny and so that's why I feel like that was a good character to match up with Hagrid because that was like a valid matchup like they were both very like beloved characters supporting characters Mm -hmm. and so I feel like they both definitely deserve to be in that top spot exactly and then Dory's run at the top she defeated the Mad Hatter in the first round from Alice in Wonderland and then Fat Amy in the second round (laughs) and then Effie Trinket in the semifinals which Effie Trinket going to the semifinals that was a bit of a shocker for me yeah I don't know that I was fully expecting that because I have been kind of rewatching the Hunger Games movies recently because uh, the prequel movie just came out that we're planning on going to see soon. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I've been trying to like just re-up on Hunger Games. And, you know, she, I love her character. Um, But in the first, you know, two movies, she's very like oblivious and she's almost a part of the, she is a part of the problem. She doesn't understand, like, why are these people so mad? Like, everyone just needs to, like, do their jobs and, like, go about it, you know? And then even in, like, uh, even in the final movie, you know, The Mockingjay, part one and part two, I don't know that she really did much to support Katniss. Like, she did, but not for the right reasons. Yeah. You know? So she was almost kind of, like, a supporting character, but almost in... The opposite way. The opposite way, exactly. She was doing it because, like, she was doing it for the capital, but then she ended up being coming and going into District 13 and then understanding the revolution and everything. But so, maybe she's the one that gave Katniss that grit and being yeah. able to rebel that the, the way that she did. So sometimes supportive characters are supportive in the opposite way too and yeah. that's what makes the main character stronger exactly you know? and that was a different take and, and i just feel like effie going to the semifinals was not one that i really would have seen coming but i guess when you look at who effie went against um they weren't very strong competition mm-hmm. so that might have also been it is it she went against romanda in the first round from the Black Panther movie, the newer one, mm-hmm. which you've either seen that movie or you haven't, or she was in the first one too, but you've either seen the Black Panther series or you haven't. So, you know, yeah. I could see that. And then she went against Jade for Mortal Kombat in the second round, which, I mean, if you don't want, play the Mortal Kombat games, you don't know who Jade is. Right. So a bit of an easier run 
to the semifinals for Effie Trinket, but I do like a nice swerve with Face Off. Yeah. Because then you're just like, oh, I wasn't expecting that, but that's really cool. And then we can kind of come on the podcast and kind of dive into it and then realize that, okay, like she's a different kind of supporting character. And that's really interesting to me that's really dissecting these characters and, you know, peeling back the layers and really figuring out like what their intentions were. Right. You know, from the start. But yeah, I mean, I feel like one of the other ones that was a little surprising was Rachel Dawes and Alfred Pennyworth tying in the first round. Oh, really? Yeah. So I definitely thought that Alfred was going to win, like hands down. Because, I mean, Rachel, like, love her. Strong character. Amazing. But Alfred is pretty much like if you've watched any Batman. He's like, he's like his right-hand man. You yeah, Exactly. You know who Alfred is. Everybody pretty much knows who Alfred is because of his close association with Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. otherwise known as Batman. You know? So I, I feel like that might be a testament to how strong Rachel's character was. Yeah. I mean, we do know that the Dark Knight was... It's, it's like one of the top... I feel like 15 or top 10 grossing movies right it it did really well in the box office that movie is going to be watched by people for like years and years and years to come because i feel like that's probably the biggest dc movie arguably i do feel like like you know batman for the most part carries the dc yeah like you know carries the dc company like for the because they have just really like gone all out and really put a lot of money into their budgets for the these batman movies um so i feel like it's almost kind of like when you think of dc you think of batman exactly or like superman but there's a lot more batman movies than superman movies. and the batman movies are better than superman movies you know what i'm saying like there's more to them they're a little bit darker Mm -hmm. and you know so like and heath ledger's performance as the joker which is so amazing so that's why people are going to keep watching that movie and that's the one that rachel dawes really stars big in so that's probably one that they saw that and they're like oh shit well she was huge in the dark knight and love her character and i also love the alfred the you know the guy that plays alfred in those movies too. yeah he's a great like actor yeah so i he feel is. like in my opinion he's probably the best version of alfred that oh. i've seen too okay. like in like any live action batman yeah i would say i think that's a i think that's a strong argument right now off the top of my head i can't really remember other alfreds but the fact he's, that I remember him he's is... He's the one that stands out to He me. stands out, so exactly. He has to be the best, because if I'm thinking of any other Batman movies I've ever seen, I can't even think of what they look like. Yeah. I can't even remember their performance, where I know his performance, mm-hmm. and the way that he did in those movies, so he sticks out to me. So, argu- like, like you said, arguably, he's probably, like, my top, you know alfred alfred of all time yeah Yeah. i just feel like matching these people up to you know there's a certain part where it's like okay like you know this character might not have went as far if the chart looked different Mm -hmm. you know and one that i really look at with that is going back to snape because if 
you had just a list of these 16 characters. I might list Hagrid and Snape as like easily top four. Well, and, they and think, so if they yeah. didn't go against each other in the first round, I could have yeah. seen that being a finals matchup. But since they're in the same series, you want you don't want like a bunch of Harry Potter characters scattered throughout. You mm-hmm. want to mix it up a little bit and showcase other franchises as well. Well, that's so, the, and that's the thing. Like Hagrid is that you know feel good character. Like you just want to hug him or Snape. You kind of thought he was the bad guy for most of the series. Like until the very like last few movies, you figure out that he actually was a good guy. Yeah. And he was protecting Harry and his friends. Like, but like obviously under the radar and very like secretively. Mm-hmm. But he was just like that, I feel like during the series was definitely the most. Like, you know, every series, I feel like you have that shock factor. Yeah. Like, obviously, like, with Star Wars, it's, like, being, you know, Darth Vader being Luke's father. Yeah. Like, back in the day, that was, like... Right. Icon. Oh, my God. What? (laughs) I am your father. You know, that's, like, very iconic. But I think in the Harry Potter series, it's Snape actually being good. Because I remember when I watched that movie in theaters my jaw was on the ground because everybody and their mother thought Snape was the bad guy. Yeah. Like, you would have never guessed what he was doing. I know. You would have never guessed up until that last final movie. So I think... I He would have... And, yeah. and I'm really happy that he gave those tears to Harry and we were mm-hmm. able to see all of that stuff unfold. So I would almost put him in the same boat as Effie. Yeah. Because he was a supporting character, but for the wrong reasons, up until, like, the last, literally his dying moments, he figured out everything. And even so, he was doing it for the right reasons. His delivery was a little sus. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still wouldn't even say, like, oh, he was a hero. Like, he was, but in in so a weird reason, way, you know? why he was acting like that is because he hated Harry's father. Yeah, exactly. Because he, he, like, bullied him and stuff, and obviously mm-hmm. he married the woman he was in love with, which also was another... Tragic. Thing. Tragic story. Also, that was just, like, another, another shocking thing to find out, that he was... He grew up with Harry's mother and was, like, in love with her. I know. Like... And what? he was there that night that she died. It's just, like, it, a very deep character is Snape and you know just crazy to see him go out in the first round but like I said it's all about where they fall within the brackets yeah I don't know I feel like other than those ones we talked about like or even those ones I feel like there's no really matchup where I saw it and I was like oh no this is wrong I feel like every time pretty much for the most part the right person won. Yeah. Arguably, I mean, could I have seen Padme or Snape winning or even Dory? Yes. I think but I feel like, like the right person definitely won. I feel like those were definitely like the top contenders, the top four that like, if any of them won, I feel like I wouldn't have been like surprised or upset because I think they're all valid yeah. ones to have gotten it. I feel like the other ones were maybe slightly a little under mm-hmm. like them so i i think I, if any other ones won i think i would have been like a little surprised yeah because they're and i feel like it does have to depend on the franchise and the movie mm-hmm. because 
the ones that are in here are very high top movies very yeah. like successful very beloved movies right so that's why their characters are so impactful right and it's so. all about who you relate to as a viewer you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there, I, I feel like there shouldn't be, I mean, there is obviously for storyline and plot purposes, there is a main character, but I feel like whichever character you resonate the most with, it's all, it's okay. Like you don't yeah. always have to love the main character. You don't always have to love the main villain. Like your favorite character could literally be one of these people on this list. And it's, it's totally valid because I feel like when I feel like sometimes people are shocked when you talk to them and they're like, oh, like you like Batman, like your favorite character should be like Batman or Joker or something. And then you see somebody like random and they're like, wait, what? Like, how is that your favorite character? But if a character can make somebody resonate with them, then I feel like there's no like harm you, done. I feel like that yeah. it just depends on if, who you relate if to. If you connect with them and they make an impact on you, then I feel like there's no wrong no wrong answer there's no wrong answer yeah and there's no wrong character for you to pick if they make you feel something and you connect with them right then that means that they literally did exactly what they were supposed to do and they were good at it and we love a good underdog i feel like the supporting characters are always the underdogs you're always like rooting for them you're like okay come on you got this you got this like make an impact (laughs) make a splash have your moment get your moment to shine as well it doesn't always have to be the main character but yeah like I said, this is why we like to do face-off because we love to dive in deep to these characters. But yeah, I mean, if you guys always, if you have any ideas for a future face-off tournament or there's one you want to see us do, feel free to shoot us a DM. And I hope once again, you guys all enjoyed your Thanksgivings. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. We really enjoyed talking about our best supporting character face-off with you. And if you haven't already, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Dream Attraction Pod. Make sure to follow us on Apple and Spotify and give us those five stars. And we'll see you next Tuesday for an all-new episode. Happy dreaming.